0: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
1: Hey, everybody! Arch here, and we are with James. We're going to be talking UFC. What's going on, James?
0: Uh very well, thank you. How about yourself, Arch?
1: No, not too bad. Not too bad. So we we couldn't quite connect last week. Did you, did, no. <laughs>
0: did you do well last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I did. I think. Oh, the hardest part was obviously getting up there, but obviously when I went, it was just in and then straight back out and then home again but it was just it was a hectic day but we we got the job done and um yeah obviously we're back talking UFC it should be a good weekend
1: you think it's gonna be a good weekend because I was looking at some of these fights towards the prelims and I was like hmm, hmm. not really? sure not sure about these uh,
0: well the, just the prelims
1: or no just the prelims yeah the main the main uh, card looks fun but uh, the prelims I don't know about that
0: uh yeah no no i can understand that a bit i think what some fans are excited about is there are 15 fights in this car at the yeah. top of my head and that's the first time that's happened since 1994 so obviously as a ufc fan they're obviously just going to jump straight on that but right yeah I, I can see there are some sort of fights where you're just like eh, no i'm just skip that one yeah
1: yeah 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 there's a lot of who who <laughs> quantity over quality i guess that's what we're shooting for right <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, content and a little bit of quality towards the end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It's a good thing Dana doesn't listen to us.
0: (laughs) Does he listen to anyone?
1: (laughs) No, he listens to himself. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into it, man. We got a lot of shit to cover.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know I'd like to ramble on a bit but I'll try and keep this short and sweet yeah, we, fo- we got of to go through. Let's
1: do it dude Let's. you'd All like right. to stop at the, tar- the top of the card so let's let's do it.
0: Yeah let, let's do it uh, main event Robert Whittaker versus Darren Till uh, this is obviously the fourth and final event of Fight Island it's two between two fan favourites I mean as a Brit obviously I'm supporting Darren Till but then you've got Robert Whittaker who's just an absolute legend himself he sort of <clears throat> reigned supreme of the middleweight division for a while until obviously Adesanya knocked him out. Till one uh, beat Kelvin Gaslam on his middleweight debut, which was uh, obviously everyone was saying how boring of the fight it was. But then I looked at it, I watched it back a week or two ago, and it mm-hmm. was just it was a lot better than people made it out to be. Wow! And. The the permutations of this fight are massive because, obviously, the winner fights for the title, whereas with the loser, there are so many options, but both fighters are so desperate to, obviously, get the win, especially Whitaker in particular, obviously, losing his belt till, obviously, he beat Gastelum, who's a big name at middleweight, and then he specifically said that after this fight, I want to fight for the title. And in terms of the matchup, they're very similar. They're very one-dimensional, they're high-level Strikers, they've just taught, um, Till made a name for himself in the sort of Muay Thai, <coughs> in um, sort of combat sports side, and he just competed well against the elite strikers, obviously, in Stephen Thompson and Kelvin Gastelum. And with Robert Whittaker, <coughs> you know what he's like. He's a heavy striker himself, and he went ten rounds with Romero, which is not easy to do. And I think with Whitaker, what he should do and what he said he might do is call upon his wrestling and his grappling, because you know Till in the clinch—it's—it's it's a, it's a tough sight to see. Because you look at what Tyron Woodley did to him, it easily tapped him out, and I think with Till is sort of. It's bread and butter is a striking. Other than that, I'm not sure if he's got any defence when taken down. So it'll be interesting to see how that comes about if the fight does go to the floor. Uh, but nonetheless, it, it, this is going to be such a great fight and I cannot wait to see this. I mean, you saw me last week or so. <laughs> I was very biased in terms of the Brits. But however, this time, I'm not sure. I obviously, I love both fighters. One want Dan Teltwin just because he's English. But my heart's saying Darren, but yeah. in my head—I'm going for a Robert Whitaker by decision.
1: I like that already out of the gate. Whitaker by decision. <laughs> All right. No, I like that. I wanted you to say Whitaker. I want that plus one ten. I want that plus one ten. Yeah. Whitaker's plus one ten. Tills minus one thirty eight.
0: It would up- be a lot even
1: yeah well it's pretty close I mean, for ufc yeah. fights pretty we're going to talk about one looters so. <laughs> and uh yeah till is minus 138 uh whitaker's plus 110 i like that let's I'm, I'm jumping on that too let's see here i'm gonna take this as well plus 110. uh you said by decision let's see here mm-hmm. darren till via decision Okay, we're getting plus plus thirty, uh, plus 333, plus 333 until till by decision. Till by K, KO, TKO, or, or submission, plus 260. Mm. So you're taking the, the little bit longer odds there, but you still think yeah. t- it's going to go the full five?
0: Yeah, I, I think it'll go the full five. I mean, it's like a, they're two hard hitters. It's, it's a case of who knocks who out first, but I don't think that'll happen. I just think one will try to outpoint the other, and yeah, we'll see 25 minutes.
1: Nice. All right, let's do it, man. We got a bang.
0: We got a bang. (laughs) You ready for the next one? Oh,
1: yeah, let's do it.
0: Oh, I'm going to probably butcher this one. Uh, Mauricio Rua versus Anthony Ruggiero Negreira. I'll probably just call him Little Knock, as UFC fans know him. Uh, This is just such an interesting fight. I mean, the two sort of experienced fighters and they've been in and around the game for a long time and th- this is the third fight between each other. I think the first one came back way back in 2005. It wasn't in the UFC but I think Shoga- uh, Shogun won the first one and then I think it's I think it's 1-1. Told you, yes, 1-1. Um, Little Nog managed to claw one back at UFC 190 and again that one went the full distance. So it'll be interesting to see Shogun. He's 26 and 11, whereas little Nog is 10 and one. I mean, uh, well, no, sorry. Uh, Shogun is 26 and 11. I think Noguera at that time was 11 and two. And then he's just sort of built it up. Now I think he's 23 and nine. 23 and nine. So they're yes. very close. Yeah. They're very, they're very close. And I think they're both are coming towards the end of their careers. And I think, Uh, Lil Nog (laughs) he's not been in the greatest of uh, um, runs recently Uh, this I think going into this fight I don't think many were excited in terms of the matchup they were just sort of excited about the implications of the fight and the sort of name between behind both men Um, (sighs) obviously both went by decision the last two fights I think one of them are going to put on a they, they both need to put on a spectacle because it's the rubber match. It's 1-1. And I reckon we will see a finish this way mm. this time, sorry. And I think Shogun will take this one by a, a, a TKO. Got
1: him in for a TKO. Just TKO? No no round prediction?
0: Round two, TKO. Oh, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. I mean, obviously, I just got I'm used to giving you four round predictions, aren't I? So I thought... Yeah,
2: why not? I'll give you one. Alright. Pulling this up here. So. How do you say it? <laughs> which which one? The first one. Not not uh
1: Nogera. Nogaria. Just, just just say Shogun. Shogun. I was like, I'm looking at yeah. that name. And that's your pick. You take a Shogun. Yeah. He's minus 188 here. Mm. Second. So, yeah, it looks like Vegas thinks that. He opened up minus 197, so he's gotten a little bit better. Nine cents better. Uh, Reguero's opened up minus 168. He's minus 163 now. So a little bit of shift. Looks like you know maybe just a little bit of money coming in on him. Mm. Uh, Five-cent shift doesn't scare me. Doesn't scare me at all. Let's see. And you're getting plus 110. You're getting plus 110 for uh, Shogun to win by submission KO or EKO. There you go. That's no, not too bad. It's that's not, that's not a bad little payday. Uh, I'm going to have to sit this one out. My half ass projections is razor thin. It, it looks like a, almost mm. a coin coin flip fight here.
0: Yeah, no, obviously it really is. They're the, the two sort of icons of the sport. And it, obviously at, at 1-1, they both sort of want to put a stamp on it and look to end it uh, on a 2-1 to the fire. So it's going to be an entertaining fight nonetheless, but I'm I'm not surprised that you're sitting out of this one. Uh, yeah, it's a little too too tight for me. But yeah, play it safe. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, next up. Uh, Fabrizio Doom versus Gustavs- Alexander Gustafsson, I think. Yeah. Early on, I think June 2019, Gustafsson lost to Anthony Smith via a fourth round submission. I think after that fight he acted out of emotion in the the uh, pre-fight, uh, the so the post-fight uh, interview. He's like, "I'm going to retire. That's it. Blah blah blah. I'm I'm done because he lost in home soil and he thinks he probably thought that it was that sort of time to call it quits." But a year on, he's back and he's moving up a weight class. and I think I was watching the weigh-ins uh, earlier before this uh, podcast and he just looks huge, he? he looks massive compared to what he was at like heavyweight. So. With Vadum, he's a former champion. He'll, he'll go down as arguably one of the best sort of heavyweights in the history of the UFC. He's got some good wins over him in the over the likes of uh, Emilenko and Velasquez in his prime. In his prime, it was tough to beat. However, he's fought once uh, in 2018 and then he got knocked out by Volkov and then since he returned this year against Alexei Ol- Olenek. And I think he lost by a decision and he was very lackluster in that fight. He wasn't, we didn't see the old Verdum. And I think with Verdum, I think he's passed it in my opinion. I mean, with no disrespect, he's a legend, but he's just not where he is a couple of years ago back in his prime. But with Gustafsson, it's, it's, t- it's a tough one really to call. Cool. I mean, I love, I'm a big fan of Gustafsson he didn't quite get the title at light heavyweight. He came close a few times and it's a, it's a fascinating matchup. And I think for the obviously predominantly he's very good on the floor and he has to take Gustafson down and use his elite wrestling and jujitsu technique. So Gustafson's sort of takedown defense has got to be flawless and even in the clinch as well. And and that's going to be a tough one, but I think with the power and the height advantage over Verdeum, I think Gustafson should be all right. He's got a good striking as well, Gustafson. He might, uh, from the looks of it, from what I've seen leading up to the fight, he seems a lot more motivated now, Gustafson. So I'm going to go for a Gustafson a decision for this one.
1: Gustafson a decision. Mm-hmm. Vegas agrees with you 100%. He's, uh, he opened up, Gustafson did, minus 288. He's mm. minus 350 now. So, yeah, Mm. 62 cent shift on him. So, looks like everybody in the world thinks he's going to (laughs) win. Be a decision, though. Let's see here. Be a decision, plus 175. Mm. Yeah, he's plus 120 to knock him out or submit him.
0: Yeah, I've seen a couple across social media looking for a knockout in favor of Gustafsson, but I think it'll just be a 15 minute. It's not so a ball It'll be a decent fight, but yeah, it'll go
1: the distance. It's going to be a decent fight? You think so?
0: Um, uh, it depends what Doom shows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it depends what Burdum shows up, in mm. all honesty.
1: All right. We got you. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little too high. I'm not going to bet it. It's a little too high. I, I agree 100%. Gustafson should win the fight. Minus yeah. 350. I'm tempted to follow you on the decision. Yeah. But I'm not going to, so... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, shocking odds! Come on, man. Ah. It's the final weekend oh, of the okay. Come Oh, that's on.
1: true. That's true. I'll follow James. <laughs> I'll type in. James. I'll place. I'll place a bet on the decision. Yeah,
2: All good Hey. Right.
0: Right. Next up, Carla Marzor yeah. versus Marina Rodriguez. When you look at it on paper, Carla isn't the best going into the um, the fight with Marina, and Marina is on a is she's on an okay, um, herself she's many have looked at her as an exciting prospect and she's, she's she holds a very good record and with rodriguez it's going to be a tough test for her because carla she was a former strawweight champion she's got a lot of experience in mma so for rodriguez it's probably going to be a similar matchup when she fought cynthia cavillo and she, in the sense that she's got to avoid those takedowns and she's got to use her superior striking. And oh, with Rodriguez, when she's on the feet, she's a real threat. And I think with this one, Esparza likes to match up, uh, mix it up, sorry. And it really is going to be a tough one. I think Rodriguez is the better striker, but there are some sort of holes in her takedown defense ability, which can be sort of exploited by Esparza, who if she gets a Rodriguez down, she'll be happily uh, content with just keeping Rodriguez on the floor for the 415. And with that being said, I'm going for Esparza by decision.
1: Esparza by decision.
0: Ooh. Yeah, that's probably came like a shock, hasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. I was not expecting that at all. Rodriguez opened up minus 148. She's minus 175 now. So, apparently, she's got the momentum behind her. Esparza opened up plus 128. She's plus 150 now, just to win the fight. I was looking at this, and I was thinking, yeah, I kind of wanted a piece of Carlos Esparza myself, but I didn't think you'd go there. Really? Yeah. So, I was going to jump on that plus 150. (laughs) No, I really didn't think you you would. Uh, Let's see. Esparza to win via decision, plus 187.
2: Mm.
1: It's not that high. On a plus 150, only getting... So, yeah, I mean, follow James if you want, but I'm thinking, you know, it's only 37 cents. Just take the plus 150. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, what? she's not going to knock her out. Is she really?
0: Uh, who? as she's knock... not
1: going to knock out Rodriguez.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think she's got that great of striking, too. If yeah. anyone's going to knock someone out in that fight, it'll be Marina knocking out Carla.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's it. I'm following you. Now I'm
0: tempted. <laughs> I'll take the decision, too. Yeah, we're in for a fair few decisions on this one.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh,
0: hey, Paul, Paul Craig. Craig. I can, I can pronounce yeah. his name. Paul Craig. Yeah, the, the the Scots one of the uh the Britains finest. <laughs> can you pronounce the next guy's name because the, the guy the Scot
1: the guy the Scott is fighting.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh, uh Katimurat G- 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 vs uh and Antig- yeah, I probably butchered that, but it. Know. nailed it we we'll just call him anti-gulov. antigulov. Um, <laughs> I know, obviously, Paul Craig, he's he's not as active as he should be. I mean, he's, he's touch and go in the like, heavyweight division. He's always there or thereabouts. He's so, he says he's so keen to fight, but <laughs> he's just not as consistent as he should be. And I think with Paul Craig his best bet is to well with both eyes it's the best bet is to not go the decision they want to get it done early and they're usually they're they're two sort of similar in terms of matchups they're, they're two grapplers who've got high level grappling jiu-jitsu etc so they're it, it, in this case it's a sense of who's grappling's better which ultimately could lead up to a stand-up battle and oh, i think Craig has just got the edge in that sort of department and he's got the jujitsu advantage and he's got a superior wrestling advantage, even though it's a similar matchup. So it'll be interesting to see early on in the exchanges, what it's going to be like on the feet, whether uh, Gazimur- Gazimurad can knock him out early on or whether it'll go to the floor. So I think with this one, and Tigulov will probably want to look to keep it on the standing and try and get it, done via first round, but if Craig can sort of use his grappling and his jiu-jitsu and sort of survive the first round, I think he'll capitalize on anti-Gulov's sort of uh, cardio, which isn't the best, and I think he'll get a third-round submission
2: for Craig. Craig will get a third-round submission. Gotcha. in. this is interesting because this was a really interesting uh,
1: line. Craig opened mm-hmm. up plus 105. Antiglove yeah. Antiglove Antiglov, Gulov.
2: Antiglov. <laughs> open so.
1: Yeah it's not my fault he has a weird name <laughs> minus <laughs> he 120 you open up minus 120 and then it's completely flip flopped Craig hmm. is now minus 138 and Antigulav is plus 110 So Vegas said him as a favorite the money the money says no he's not the favorite he's an underdog and so Vegas yeah. has responded so that's really interesting to Let's see here. I don't have enough data on anti-Gulov to actually make a, a, a fair assessment here. Yeah. Has it been a while since
0: he fought? Uh, well, the, the Russian anti-Gulov. Yeah. Um, on the top of my head, I, I think, when was the last Tommy for? Oh, um, wow. uh April. So it's, oh, okay. It's not even okay. been That's that a, long yet. Yeah. April. He's been in the UFC for a, a while, but he, doesn't, he hasn't fought as much, I think. He's been since 2016, and he's only fought four times in the UFC, so he hasn't got much oh, okay. experience. That's his, probably
1: but... why. I can't find a full because yeah. nobody knows much about him. <laughs> All right, well, let's look at this Paul Craig. You said submission or TKO yeah. in the third. Third, yeah. All right, let's see Paul Craig. Paul Craig, to win <laughs> by KO, TKO submission, plus 110. Mm. That's not bad. Let's see. Paul Craig in the third. Let's see if we can double up here. I like doubling up on your bets. <laughs> Paul Craig wins in the third plus 1200.
2: Wow. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it, man. I'll take a plus let's 1200. Do it. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Craig in the first plus 275. Craig in the second plus 550. Craig in the third plus
0: 1200. So obviously they're thinking he'll get it done early, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. This is, this is the MMA game. It's very unpredictable. I like it. I like it. Like, yeah,
1: man. I might just follow you on that one just for the hell of it, because it's plus 1,200. Why not? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'll follow you.
0: Good man. Uh, Alex Oliveira versus uh, Peter Sabota. Uh, I, I don't know what it is with Alex Oliveira. I just love watching him fight. He's just got such a... He's just so when you see him walk out into the cage, it's just so exciting He's just so pumped mm-hmm. for a fight. He's very entertaining in that sort of department. I think with Sabota, I believe it's on my head. He returns after over two years out. I think his last appearance was in 2017 when he lost to Leon Edwards. And he's been he's he's back in the day. I think with Sabota. He was all right in the World welterweight division. He got a couple of good sort of important crucial wins under his belt. Mm-hmm. But obviously, when you haven't fought for such a long time, the sort of term ring rust plays into hand. And before the defeat to Leon Edwards, he got, he's on a two-fight win streak. He got wins over Ben Saunders and Nicholas Dalby, <clears throat> who is not easy to beat, by the way. But obviously, I haven't fought since 2017 and two thousand well, sorry, 2018 was the fight with Lionel, but it's not 2017. Um, <laughs> it's it's tough to back Peter on this one, I think, with the ring rust. I think it does play a factor. I mean, people go, oh, no, ring rust, there's no such thing. but well, I think there is. Whereas with Oliveira, he's been far more active. He loves, loves, literally just loves to fight. And I think he's coming off of a split uh, decision victory over Max Griffin, um, but this one, it's going to be an exciting fight. Um, they want to get back to winning ways, Peter, no doubt, and sort of put on a show. Uh, they're, they're both going to be at it in terms of standing right from the, the get-go. It's going to be a good fight. Um, I'm going to go for very wide decision.
1: bad decision. He opened up plus, or excuse me, he opened up minus 175. He's minus 170 now. That's not a bad place to be. I don't have enough. Oh no! Did I get him backwards?
2: No. Peter is plus one forty. Alex is minus one seventy. Let me get this fixed up. (laughs) It's good. Good stuff. A busy day. Oh my goodness!
1: Yeah. Alex. Alex is minus one seventy. Peter's plus one forty. Got it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not a big. Not not a big. Shock there. He opened yeah. up minus 175. So it's another one of those little mini shifts, minus 175 down to minus 170. That's not something that would scare me off. But it looks like there might be a little bit of people taking uh, Peter here in this fight. Mm. Uh, but not enough. To, let's see. And you said decision?
2: Yep. Uh, Olivera
1: mm, by decision. Olivera by decision. Let's see. Find him. I lost my spot on. You know they don't ever put them in order. <laughs> Oliveira by decision plus two sixty, not bad. Mm. Not bad. I don't have enough. Uh, I don't have enough uh, data on this fight to actually wager a guess. I just, yeah. I'm just gonna follow you on this one. No, I got no thought process here.
0: Yeah, that's no, that's fine. Honestly, I mean this. It's just one of those fights, obviously, where Peter hasn't fought in such a long time. And yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Does he remember how to throw a punch? That'll be the big question.
0: Yeah, that'll be the big question. (laughs) He's going to remember how
1: to get punched. We'll find that out. (laughs)
0: All right,
1: dude. Next up. Here we go. It's the Uh, fight of the night right here.
0: I'm looking forward to this one so much. Uh, Kamzat Chemiah versus Reese McKee. I think this is the final fight on the main card. Mm -hmm. Uh, What a fight we have to open the main event. (laughs) Reese McKee, uh, Skeletor, as they call him. He's from Northern Ireland, so again, he's another Brit. But Kamza, he, ugh, if you saw him last week, what a debut he had. Uh, he's 7 0 after last week's performance over John Phillips. But the way Chamayov literally dominated him from start to finish, because John Phillips is not easy to finish, and the way he just dominated from start to finish, he submitted him in the second was just unreal he's just put his name on the map uh, put his name on the map in a big way predominantly Chemaev is a middleweight and I think with this fight he's dropping down to welterweight so it is going to be a tough one for Reese McKee and with that being said you've got to put some respect on Reese McKee because he's he's stepped in on short notice Mm. Uh, against a guy like Chamaev is not easy to do and he's he's very versatile uh, McGee but he's predominantly known for his striking back in the cage warrior days in the BMMA promotion. So he's, he's a very exciting prospect. He's 24, uh, McKee, but where's Shumayev? I think going into this one, he'll be the favorite Shumayev (laughs) and and, and rightly so (laughs) because McKee's stepping in on short notice and to put up a fight against Shumayev is not easy, but this will be a good fight. I reckon. Don't see, don't expect this one to go by the distance because Tumaev is obviously a middleweight, he's taller, he's bigger. He's just got the the sort of weight advantage. He's dropping down, but it'll be the bigger fight going into it, and I'm going for a I'm going for another instead of a second round submission, I'm going for a second round TKO. Oh, specifically a second round TKO.
2: Mm.
1: You can't alright. can't bet this fight, really. No. Uh Chimayev is minus twelve hundred. You got to put twelve hundred yeah. bucks up to get to win one hundred dollars. Yeah, McKee is plus seven hundred. <sighs> yeah, it's it's probably a fight you just can't
0: touch. It. Uh, 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 no, I mean when you look at Bruce McKee, I've been, I've seen him a couple times and his. British sort of promotional days. He's, he's a very good fighter, but to fight a guy like Chemaev, who's predominantly a middleweight, and to step in against a guy like Chemaev on six days notice, it is not easy to say the least. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that the Vegas is predominantly favoring Chemaev and my God, are they favoring him? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> if he wins, Chemaev, by TKO submission KO, minus 400, that's what you're getting mm. off. Minus 400. <laughs> Although there is a bright spot here. You said second yeah. round. That's plus 333. Yeah. So assuming that McKee can last a full round.
0: <laughs> so it's getting, certainly going to be a tough one.
1: Yeah. He's, uh may have his minus 120 to win in the first.
0: Mm.
1: So I like it. I mean, if there, if there's one thing to bet on, it might be that
2: mm.
1: second round. But yeah, other than that, can't bet this game it's it's way way (laughs) too much just got to sit this one out
2: yeah no i don't blame you
0: yeah all right next up francisco trinaldo versus Joy herbert and i I like this is another brit fighting i'm not going to be biased i'm kind of trying to look at it at both sides i mean with herbert he's making his ufc debut I think he was supposed to fight Mark D. Casey, but that got postponed. He hasn't fought since October. And at the top of my head, I think uh, Herbert is on a six-fight win streak. And he sort of made a name for himself in the cage world promotion. He's another sort of up-and-coming talent. Even though he's 32, he's he's an upcoming talent in terms of obviously the Pro MMA record he has. And there's a bit of hype behind his name. He's, he's a tall, predominant, uh, lightweight. So it'd be interesting to see how he does on his UFC debut. Whereas with Trinado, he's got a f- far ton more experience over Herbert. He's 25 and seven. He's on... It'll be an interesting one with uh, Jay Herbert. It's, it's a tough one for Jay to step in against a guy like Trinado. Uh, he's got the height and reach advantage over Trinaldo. But with this one, uh, there th- he's got some flaws in this game, Herbert, uh, which Trinado could sort of look to counter in, with regards to his punching up against the fence and his sort of takedown ability. And he's just so, he's such a scary sight, Trinado on the ground. He's got a solid ground game. So if Trinado can take him down early on, It'll be a tough one, but Jay's got a very impressive cardio. I think this one will go via the decision. I think Trinaldo will take this one.
1: A decision. Okay. I was surprised when I looked at the records and I saw this line. Trinaldo is minus 150. Herbert's plus 125. Yeah. I was a little surprised. It opened up uh, Trinaldo minus 154. Herbert plus 133. So a little bit of shift uh, going for Herbert and against Trinaldo, but not not a big one. I I was a little surprised. I thought Herbert would have a little bit more love than that.
2: Mm.
1: Let's see here. So Herbert, Ronaldo, boy, howdy. I need to to run this. We need to run the sports book, James. We need to open up our own (laughs) sports book, put them in order of the fights and how they're happening. (laughs) All right, let's see here. You've got Ronaldo by decision, and that will get you plus 210. Either way, mm-hmm. get you plus two ten. KO submission, TKO plus two ten.
2: Uh, decision plus two ten. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. All right, well, let's do it, man. Let's get you in plus two ten. Yeah. On this
1: one, I, this was interesting to me. I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking Trinaldo as well.
2: Yeah, but
1: he said, "Let me tell you, if you're born in 1970, anything, and you're stepping <laughs> into the ring, it hurts. <laughs> it's gonna hurt." <laughs>
0: Yeah, 100%. He's certainly, he's certainly packed with a lot of experience, Trinado, yeah. and he's been around for a long, long time. I'll tell you, he's when, still
1: when, going. when you get to the, you know, the big four in front of your age, it sometimes hurts <laughs> getting out of bed. I'll tell you that sometimes. Like, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm going to follow you here. I'm going to do this because I think Tornado, yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think he can do it. So I'm going to
2: mm.
1: – all right, let's
0: move on. Uh, Nicholas Dalby versus uh, Jesse Ronson. I'm I, I'm a, I'm a, a big fan of uh, Dalby. I like him a lot. He's, this is a welterweight matchup. Um, <clears throat> he, he had a good spell early on, uh, Dalby, and he looked to be putting himself in contention for mm-hmm. a real sort of welterweight prospect. But it's, it's it's a tough one. I think with Dalby, he's a bigger man. Whereas with uh, Jesse, he's, his record isn't the best on paper. He tends to sort of slip up in big moments. And with Dolby, he's, he genuinely starts to starts to fight slow and is prone to getting rocked and dropped early. But with his kickboxing ability, I think he should be using that over a guy like Ronson and, and sort of take it. He's, he's not going to start quickly, Dolby, just from looking at over past experiences. We know that. So with Dolby's best bet, he's just got to survive early on, try not to get dropped, and sort of use his kickboxing and Muay Thai striking range just to sort of outpoint Jesse in the latter two rounds. So this will be a tough one. Well, I say a tough one. I'm going for a Dolby vibe decision. Dolby vibe decision.
1: I like that. Dolby opened up uh, minus 281. He's minus 250 now. Ronson mm. opened up plus 230 and he's plus 200 now. So it's been a 30 cent shift uh, towards Ronson and away from Dolby. So yeah. yeah, it looks like the money might, you know, be coming in a little bit on Ronson here. So
2: mm.
1: let's take a look here. Let's see if we see here. Ronson to win by decision plus 375, Dolby to win by decision plus 120. Okay, so we got you in plus 120 decision. I'm not sure what to make of this one. Uh, I think Dolby's going to win, just looking at, at the at the numbers. But yeah, minus two fifties—that's just always a little too high for me. So I guess I'm, I'm stuck following you again.
0: <laughs> what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'll
1: let you know next Friday. What's wrong with it? <laughs> All right, but yeah, let's do it. I'll follow you, Dolby.
0: All right, Uh, Tom Aspinall versus Jake Collier next up, and. This is another Brit fighting. Tom Aspinall, who's an Englishman, he, he trains with Darren Till. And <sighs> my God, I, I mean, uh, Tom Aspinall, he hits hard, honestly. He can finish a lot of the, in, well, certainly in his uh, British promotional days, he can finish anyone. He's 7 and 2 at the top of my head. I think early on he left the sport just to sort of focus on his boxing, but he's back now. And uh, four out of his seven finishes. Have come in less than one minute. Uh-huh. One minute, he hits hard. I promise you. Look, to some of the brutal knockouts you see over in Cage Warriors and the sort of British promotion he fights with, it's brutal. With Collier, he began as a middle. He began as a middleweight, surprisingly, but he's obviously gone all the way up to heavyweight. And I think this is the first time he's fighting since 2017. So it doesn't look good for Jake. Uh, however, it's not really his fault. I think injuries have sort of halted his MMA career, and they were supposed to fight in March at USC London, but mm-hmm. obviously that got canceled. I think with Tom's just ferocious punch and power and the ring bust, that's going to affect Jake. I'm going for a Tom Aspinall by a first-round knockout. First-round knockout?
1: Yep. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> get some action here. There's been too many decisions tonight. Let's, let's get some fights. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get some... <laughs> Some ass kicking going on. So we got Tom opened up uh minus two oh seven, he's minus two and a quarter
2: now. Jake opened up plus one seventy five, he's plus one eighty eight. See <clears throat> Tom wins by KO, TKO or submission, minus one ten. Mm.
1: So it looks like yeah. Looks that's kinda of in line with what you'd expect to see. So it looks like you're probably right. Looks like a hey, first round. KO. Hopefully, let's see. Let's look at the round here. Mm-hmm-hmm. Can't find it. Of course, it there it is. At the bottom. At the bottom. <laughs> uh, Tom wins first round plus two forty. It's interesting. It yeah. goes plus two forty. Second round plus four fifty. Third round plus a thousand points plus three fifty. Yeah. So it looks like according to Vegas, it's either going to win in the first round or it's going to <laughs> to the uh, decision.
0: Hmm. I mean, you see with the heavyweights. Predominantly with the majority of them, they just don't have the cardio and the gas tank as you will just to sort of last a distance. You know, they they either gotta get them away early or it's just gonna be boring for the rest of the fight, just because they're so tired.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that though, plus 240. Oh. Mm.
2: All
1: right. I, uh-huh. I don't know if I'm on this one. <laughs> no, I don't have enough data on this fight to, to know. I think we're, yeah. I like your play. I'll have to think about it. I'll have to think yeah. about it. Yeah. Like All right, man. Next
0: up, Movzar Evloev versus Mike Grundy. Mike, he is a he also trains with with Darren Till. Oh, yeah, like, t- uh, he's every oh, okay. time Darren fights, obviously he's in his corner. This is a good one, oh, I think. Mean, I'm looking forward to this one with Evloev. He's twelve and zero, and early on he was an established sort of weight, and he had some sec- success over in the M1 promotion but he's worked his way up to featherweight and with Mike and Evloev, it's with Mike he's got such a, a great wrestling uh, background I think he I think he won gold at the 2014 Commonwealth Games oh. and uh, he's made a pretty good name for himself he's 12 and one However, this would be his first fight in sixteen months, I believe, at the top of my head. He's not as active as he should be. I think with Edloev, uh he's he's a proven grappler of the sport of, of mixed martial arts, and whereas with Grundy, he's a superior wrestler and he's got great hands. Obviously mm-hmm. you've got to be some good striker if you're training with Darren Two and Tom Aspinall. <laughs> <laughs> and um with this one, I'm leaning uh, I'm not backing my guy, Mike, on this one. I'm sort of leaning towards, uh, I'm leaning towards Evloev on this one. I just, it's going to be such a tough, it's going to be a close one. I'm not sure. It's going to be a lot closer than sort of people make it out to be. I'm going for a decision victory for Evloev. Decision.
1: Okay. Evloev opened up minus 233. He's minus 200 now. Mm. Mike Grundy opened up plus 195, plus 170 now. So yeah, it looks like I mean, just reading the just looking at that really quick, it looks like you're right. It looks like it's the, the money people think it's probably a little bit closer than a plus one ninety five underdog mm. for Rundy. So let's see here, Evloev, your decision is. Evloev, your decision is plus one ten. Wow! Oh okay. plus one ten decision, plus three fifty to knock him out. Plus one ten. This is another one. I don't know much about these fighters. I couldn't really wager much of a guess. So I was mm. just going to kind of sit this one out. You say it's going to be closer than what we think. I'm really going to set it out. Yeah. So let's not throw. Let's not throw any money at a, at a fight with these. <laughs> We're not entirely
0: sure. <laughs> All
1: right. Next up.
0: Uh, next up. I don't think we've got. We've got a fair few left, but we don't think we have too Do, many. Two, two left. left. Yeah. Two. Right. There's uh I've got one, two uh three, three? four. We've got four, four more. we got one more fights. Oh, <laughs> so i yeah, we're obviously already past the near, nearly up it's to the forty minute mark, so I'll try and I'll try and get this one even done oh, with. Man. I'll try and up. I didn't even <laughs>
1: here's the thing, uh, my Excel sheet doesn't go that far. I have to I actually had to I have to expand it out even further. <laughs>
0: Oh really? Which yeah. fight did you get up to?
1: No, no, no. It's fine. I just have to drag it down. Like I put in all the data. i just looking at yeah. the main table. It doesn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, we've got. We've you got don't Raphael. have to. You know. You don't oh. have to
1: touch on every fight if you don't want to. If there's, if there's, you know, if you think there's fights that you specifically like, we can hit those, or we can go through them all. That's your call.
0: Um. Uh, with this, well, I'll have a look now. I think well, I'll go. I'll touch upon in this fight. The next up, which is Rafael versus Tana Tanabrosa, and yeah. then the next two fights, I'll just quickly give my prediction, sure. and then the final fight, I'll sort of do a little in depth take on that one as well. So, oh, sure, yeah. yeah, whatever you want, man. Oh, appreciate it. <laughs> um, so yeah, this fight is a heavyweight matchup between Peserva and Bosa. <sighs> I think Peserva, at the top of my head, is 10 1. He had a good sort of spell over in the LFA promotion. Aspect, and I think he got the call from the UFC to fight Cyril Garnet. And if you know who Cyril Garnet is, he is a brutal heavyweight. He's certainly one for the future, and he handed Pessoa his first loss. And there's there's no shame in that, in my opinion. I think Garnet will be a potential heavyweight champion in the future. He's just got all the ingredients to be a champion. And with Pessoa, he's six of his seven finishes have come by a first round. So it'll be interesting to see how he fares early on. Uh, Bosa, (sighs) he cruised on his uh, UFC debut against Daniel uh, Spitz and then he earned himself (laughs) a meeting with Garnet who handed him a defeat in Busan in Korea in December and I think he returned a couple of months later to fight Philip Linz who, (laughs) as you recall, in the previous podcast, I always used to back, <laughs> and now I've given up backing on which because yeah, we'll we'll leave that one there. But
2: right, right.
0: I think with Bosa, he's just legitimately proved himself as a he's, he, as a it was a more surprising contender this year. I've been I've been scratching my head with Bosa, not knowing you know where he goes, and what sort of his his best bet is in terms of his the, the tools in his Arsenal. This is going to be a tough one. Oh, I'm going for a Bosa decision. Bosa decision. Okay. Let's see
1: here. Tanner Bosa by decision. Well, first off, just his straight up line is ooh, minus 275 to win. Raphael mm. is plus two and a quarter.
2: So it doesn't look good. Doesn't look good there. <laughs> uh, let's see. There he is are you at? There you are. You're hiding from me. Tanner <laughs> Bosa to win via decision is plus 120. Hmm, That's not bad. That's not bad. You're getting a little bit of action there. Let's see. I think
1: you're probably right just looking at these numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to follow you on this one. Decision. I don't like the money line, but I'll, you know, no. I'll take a piece of that decision, plus 120. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker. For, if there's a plus in front of it, it's like catnip, man. Got to take it. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. we got this marathon.
0: Yeah, well, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. We're at the final <laughs> hurdle. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm literally just going to go quickly through this one because I'm I'm not the biggest. I'm not overly fond of this one. Uh, when you look at it on paper, I think it's better career versus Pani Kianzad. It's a bantamweight fight in the women's division. I'm not overly fond of it. Uh, it's... Not going to be the best of fights. I don't think we'll see a sort of finish between both fighters. They're both capable of sort of stepping up well and using their height and reach advantages over their former opponents, but put them together, it just doesn't bode well for an exciting fight. And I think we'll just see a, a ball in 15 minutes. I think Pani Kienze will take this one by our decision. Yeah, I think you're probably right.
1: Um... Penny opened up minus one twenty. She's minus one sixty now.
2: So that just yeah took off. Let's see. Uh, Via decision, she's plus one
1: ten. I think you're probably right. I'm looking at their average times. It's probably going to go decision.
2: Yeah,
1: a little bit more than plus one ten though. Come on, (laughs) (laughs) I got no. I got no choice but to follow you. Right.
0: Ramzan Emayev uh, versus Nicholas Stoltz. Um Again, Emayev started strong early on, three and zero. Now he's eighteen and four. Back in the day, he was all right in the early promotions, and it's it's, it's going to be with uh, Germany's Nicholas Nicholas Stolz. Sorry, you again, don't have to I'm apologize
1: the, to the Germans ever. You don't ever have. To.
0: <laughs> That, that's true. your words, not mine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not overly fond in this one. I think with Stoltz, <clears throat> he's got good striking, and it's sort of an interesting um clash in terms of stylistically wise. So, again, um, I've said a lot of I predicted a lot of decision wins for the various fighters mm-hmm. this week, uh, and I'm going for another decision again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going for it. Um, am I a a unanimous decision. Um, yeah. Just a unanimous decision. Fuck it. Let's just see. Yeah. We'll go for a unanimous decision. Not a decision. We'll go for a unanimous decision. Okay. We'll mix it up. Yeah, mix it up a bit. All right. Decision
1: for. Yeah, you know, is uh, minus
0: 163.
1: Mm. It's not surprising. He's minus 400 just to win the fight. Opened up minus 369. Yeah, it's a. It's, it, uh, according to this, it's a snoozer. It's a snoozer.
2: Yeah.
1: He's going to win. All three. Excellent. Minus 163 decision. Unfortunately, they don't let me bet on unanimous or split decisions
2: <laughs> here, so we'll just have to take the decision. Minus. Yeah. Next up, what do we got?
0: The final one, Nathaniel Wood versus uh, John Castan- Castaneda. Again, this is obviously the final fight, and uh, Nathaniel Wood, I love the likes of... Uh, Wood, obviously he's another Brit. (laughs) He made a name for himself sort of in the uh, early days fighting in the uh, British promotion and his his nickname is The Prospect. He certainly lived up to that early on. When he made his UFC debut, I think he started off at three consecutive wins in the UFC octagon, which earned him a lot of bonus awards. And then unfortunately, his last fight was against John Dodson, which sort of he was on the pathway to become a a ranked uh, Mm. uh, bantamweight yeah and there's a lot of hype behind him and rightly so but obviously that was derailed slightly but I think I'm hoping for uh, the prospect to get back to winning ways in this one I think eight of his wins have uh, eight finishes he's got eight finishes sorry he's got 14 finishes eight via knockout slash CK, what have you and then the other have come via form submission so he, he's very well-rounded in that aspect you know you, you never know what Nathaniel Woods going to do when mm-hmm. on come fight no, he, he loves a brawl he, he just loves to fight and I think with Castaneda it'll be a tough one for him because he's stepping on short notice because he, Wood was originally supposed to fight Umar the Magomedov, and obviously for the namesake, if you know who Magomedov is, he's related to Khabib, and unfortunately, right. his father passed on recently, so he had to widely withdraw. With this one, I think Castaneda needs to force Wood backwards and against the cage. And um, with just Wood's ex- just sheer explosiveness, I just don't think he'll do that. It'd be a tough night at the office for Kastner and Wood, He can mix it up early on. He could uh, go for the takedown. He can, he's willing to sound and trade. And I'm not, I'm hoping Wood could get back to winning ways in this one, and I really think he will. Um, I'm going for Wood by a second round TK. Second round TK. He's minus 450, Wood is. He yeah. opened up
1: uh, minus 455. You know, yeah, that's another one of those little five cent shifts. I'm I'm not gonna read too much into it. Uh, Castaneda opened up plus three forty five. He's plus three fifty So it it looks like it it's a pretty one sided affair.
2: Mm.
1: Uh Castaneda to win via I'm sorry, wood to win via KO Tico. Minus yeah. <laughs> O. So, yeah. <Woo>, <laughs> minus one twenty.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Minus one twenty in the second though. So let's see if we can get some value here. Wood in the second plus four fifty.
2: Hmm.
1: Like that. Uh, wood to win in the first, plus 240 to win in the second, plus 450, to win in the third, plus 850, and then plus 210 to go to the cards. So there we go.
0: Yeah, I, I don't see this one going the full distance. I mean, just the it stepping in a short nose. This is going to be a tough one for him. Yeah, I, it looks like it's going to be a really tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Whew, James, that was a marathon, man.
0: God we've done it and yeah, we've been on for nearly 50 minutes. I don't know how we've lasted that long, but yeah. 15 fights. Yeah, we've done it. I'm surprised you're still awake now. <laughs> Probably. I'm surprised you're not bored, mate. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I like making money. Yeah.
1: That keeps me riveted. Don't, don't we all. <laughs> So shit. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, let's hope you come out pretty well. James, uh, anybody listening to the podcast, where can they find
0: you? Um, On Twitter, I'm mainly sort of, um, Twitter's my uh, my go-to social media account. It's uh, evansjames99, and you can sort of find various other links to channels and podcasts, et cetera. But with my UFC account, if you'd like to follow that, that's UFC Deluxe. So I just provide 24-7 regular news updates on UFC news. And yeah, that's where you can find me, man. You're always tweeting. You're always tweeting. You're
1: always working now, too. Everyone wants a piece of you. It's called the.
0: Unfortunately- <laughs> But um, well, it's it's unfortunate that I'm working from pretty much nine to five every day. I'm always on my feet, <laughs> but it's it's good that I'm getting my name out there. But
2: yeah,
0: I just want to bloody rest and go for a drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's called the Arch Stanton bump, you know. I, that's that's it. You know, you hang out with me, and then people come calling. That's that's what it is, James.
0: Yeah, no, no, no fairness. You you were the one that first gave me the call, going, No you fancy coming on my show and then yeah just open many doors so <laughs> yeah. for all my future employees out there listening to this Archer's my man he's, he's got me to where i am now so <laughs> you, you give me you give me praise you gotta give arch some as well <laughs> there you go all right man
1: <laughs> well hell yeah let's make some money follow james on twitter he tweets during the fights too as long as he can stay awake it's gonna be a long night for him on saturday
0: yeah, it's, it's going to be a weird one. I'm probably going to pick my moments. But yeah, I'll, I'll be up.
1: I'll be up. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. But,
0: you know, mate. Take care. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no
2: circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.